I want to talk about the biggest single thing that a homeowner can do that will result in netting the most money. And it's a broad statement, but fixing the house up within your budget is crucial because there's a lot to unpack here and I'm going to try to start at the beginning and 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 try to frame it around our process. So a couple of things that I know of homeowners is that they're afraid that if they invest money they're not going to get it back. There's a couple belief systems that home sellers have that are false that I want to get out of the way. So the first one is is that they'll put money into the house that they won't get out. And that's true in some situations. So you have to be strategic about it, but the overall belief is false. Secondly, is that home sellers are afraid that they're going to spend, uh, let's, you know, let's be frank here, guys. Most people don't have unlimited funds, so they have a limited amount of funds and they're worried about two things. A, the house is not going to sell for enough money, so they don't want to spend the money fixing it up because they might need that money for a down payment on the next house. Or B, as they go through the process, they're going to find uh, the home buyer is going to find a bunch of things during the home inspection that's going to eat up that budget. So we need to save that money for um, home repairs. So the two ways that we solve those two problems before we even get started are we get an appraisal and the appraisal dials in the price so that the homeowner feels confident about how much the home is worth. Now we need to have an honest conversation about if there's anything that will keep a house for selling at the appraised value that's for another podcast. There are some scenarios, mainly if there's something in particular about the house that makes it unique and unique in a way that is negative, like it's too close to the road or that the neighbor's house looks terrible or it's uh, got a really terrible yard, like a really great house but a really terrible yard where the house itself might be worth 400 k but because of the fact that the yard is so terrible, most likely a family is going to buy that type of a house and they need a yard and, and they're not willing to pay top dollar for it because because of that. So by knowing the price up front, it sets the homeowner's mind at ease about this this budget thing. The second one being the repairs. We get that fixed by having a pre-home inspection. You identify any of the major stuff. And two things. You can fix the things that you want to fix, but you can also negotiate out of doing things. So if your house needs an HVAC system because it's at the end of its life, or if it has, you know, two major ones are end-of-life appliances, and secondly is like broken uh, seals in windows and things that are uh, in need of like replacement but they're still functional and by having those things already documented you can negotiate out of them during the home sale and then next we come to the idea of whether or not it's worth it and I think that's where you need to have a confidence level in the realtor's ability to be able to identify those things. So, you know, I, I think that on a fundamental level, when you're working with somebody, you're looking for two things. You're looking for trust and competency. So you have to trust that the realtor's saying these things because they have your best interest in mind, like we're talking about integrity, that they're not they're not saying anything to you that's putting their interest before yours or that you know that your interests at least are not aligned 
and that their advice is in your best interest. And then secondly, the competency in that done this enough times to be able to recognize these things and can confidently say that if you spend $1, you will get back at least $1 and sell your house faster or you will multiply that dollar, two, five, ten, whatever. And then the process that we use is hiring a home staging consultant or a professional decorator to meet with the homeowner to go over all the things that they could and should do to get their house ready to sell. And what that looks like is set up an appointment in the evening. My, uh, my current decorator's name is Christina. She comes over to your house and she will go through every room of your house and tell you all the things that you could and should do. Now, the premise for this in my mind is that as a real estate agent, you're paying me to tell you how to maximize your sale on one hand. And then on the other hand, you're paying us a lot of money and it's my obligation to you to tell you all the things that you could and should do to sell your house. Now, if you're in a particular situation where you have a zero budget, there's a whole nother podcast for how to sell your house if you're not going to literally fix anything. But assuming that's not the case, you know, this process will entail having Christina go through a room and say, uh, for instance, you need to get a storage unit and get all this stuff out of here. So a storage unit's $150 a month and you can usually empty most of a house into a storage unit that will, you know, that will result in thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars in, uh, in a, in a buyer's perception of the price. She'll also tell you things like if you have strong paint colors that you need to neutralize, if you have um, upgrades that you can afford, what are the ones to focus on? So I can tell you in most cases, one of the things that we've done very frequently is install granite countertops for $2,000. So most homeowners think that granite countertops cost $5,000. And regardless of your opinion of granite countertops, home buyers like them. Uh, we can get into that again in another episode. But just the, the premise here is that a $2,000 set of countertops will result in, according to my appraiser, a $10,000 increase in the value. It will also take away the need for the buyer to have to do that at a later date. So that takes me to the next, you know, concept here, and that is how the buyer perceives a house and why not doing these upgrades is so fundamental. And that is that a buyer walks into a house and either consciously or subconsciously goes through and adds up in their mind all the, the ways that they would want to change the house to make it to the way they would like it ideally right they come in they say oh you know i like this kitchen but i wish it had nicer countertops i wish that the cabinets were more updated i wish that the carpet wasn't you know green or bright red or purple you know and i'm gonna have to replace that because some things are like oh i wish they weren't that way and other things are this is a deal breaker and I can't have this. So if I buy this house, I have to do it. So, you know, some buyers do have the financial means 
to come in and do all these things. But now you're talking about a scenario where a buyer is is already looking at this as a an investment where they're going to have to fix it up. And now you're in fixer-upper territory, and fixer-upper prices reflect a multitude less and lower than a the opposite side of the spectrum, which is a house that got flipped. Houses that get flipped sell at the very top of the market almost every single time because buyers are more willing to pay more money for something nice than they are. I'm going to lose the impact of the statement by not saying this properly, but the money that it would cost to fix up a house is is multiplied and and the factor according to a statistic i read is six so whatever it is they feel like they have to do they multiply it by six so home buyers are doing that and they are in most cases not financially capable of doing all these things so you have two things one is they're expecting to have to pay this money and then two this is a really big factor that every homeowner needs to understand is that Buyers like to be proud of what they're buying and they like to show it off. In many, many ways, a home is a statement of a representation of who you are as a person. And buyers are excited about the house they buy. They want to take all their family and friends over and they want their family and friends to be impressed. And if you have something that is cringeworthy in your house, you can greatly diminish the potential upside of the sale by having that in there, especially if the buyer doesn't have the money to immediately make that replacement. So just imagine that a home buyer is buying a house and they're going to have a housewarming party in three weeks and their sister's coming from Colorado to see this house and you have these uh, emerald green countertops that are just hideous looking from the 80s and the rest of the house is beautiful but these countertops are embarrassing. That embarrassment has a dollar sign associated with it, and it is going to be reflected in the price. Now, if every other thing in the house is amazing and it's the best value on the market, then you're still going to be able to sell your house. It's not going to prevent you from selling it, but the buyer is going to take the price down by a factor of something. A factor of six is what is described statistically. So for a home seller understanding the buying process from a buyer is crucial understanding what motivates them to want to buy your house is crucial and the last thing that i'll talk about is what a buyer wants to feel and a buyer wants to feel excited about this this is some this is the biggest purchase that they're going to make and in many cases they're overextending themselves on some level because you know first of all let's be frank we don't need the houses that we have uh, for for just shelter right I mean we could live in a much smaller house a much cheaper house so a lot of times these houses are being purchased to make a statement and just like buying a car just like buying whatever anything you, you people want to feel excited about it and they want to feel proud about it and having something in the house that's unique that the buyer can feel excited about that maybe some other houses don't have that are similarly priced gives you a huge advantage and again i'm just going to go back to the granite countertops because i know 
um, a couple things. First of all, women are usually the one to make the home buying process. Um, you know, the majority of people that buy houses are couples or families and the wife or the, the, the female is usually making the decision and they're generally excited about kitchens and master bathrooms, but kitchens, because it's the focal point of every house, it's where most people spend most of their time and having the kitchen with granite countertops when every other house in the market doesn't have granite countertops or vice versa and you know 400k plus market where every house has granite countertops and yours doesn't that can have a huge impact and giving the buyer something to get excited about is crucial and the more plain your house is or the more average it is or the more it's like every other house on the market that's not exceptional in any way the smallest things can have an impact and the other thing is we don't know what each in particular person will get excited about but that's why we have to emphasize the things that will attract the most people and the, and the last the la I know I already said the last thing but the the very last thing is the 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 work involved where if somebody feels like they have to paint it's not just the money it's the work you know a lot of times and this is just something that I've seen quite a bit husbands will be overly um, ambitious about what they believe that they can accomplish in a house. So, so, so men are generally more attracted to the idea of a fixer upper that they can come in and do this work and add the value to it. And women in some cases don't look forward to that. They don't want their husband to do that work and they might not believe that their husband will do it as much as their husband believes they will. And then there's also, again, just the work involved. Like if you have to paint a kitchen, it's just, I've done it twice and it is, it's way more than painting like a bedroom because of going around cutting in all the cabinets, cutting in the backsplashes, all of the cabinets and around the windows you know there's just so much going on in the kitchen just painting the kitchen can take an enormous amount of work away from a buyer who doesn't necessarily aren't the type of people that just hire people that hire painters you know if they're coming in on zero budget or whatever um, getting all that stuff done taking it off of their plate making it as easy as possible for them to move in will allow them to stretch themselves out farther than they normally should and get excited about a house that they're going to make an emotional decision where they're going to pay more money than they would if they were being strictly rational about it. And by getting your house fixed up, by decluttering it, by painting it, by doing doorknobs and light fixtures and granite countertops and flooring in the bathrooms and flooring in the kitchen and replacing the carpet and all these things has a compound effect and the closer you get to perfect the more you really compound the price of your house and i and i've seen such when you go through and you're honestly taking a, an honest look at houses that have sold and you look at similar houses that sell for you know 10 20 30 50 thousand dollars more than the exact same house like you look at a foreclosure and what it sells for versus a guy who like or a family or a person or whatever who takes extremely great care of their house and invested a bunch of money into it and and the difference in those two prices is enormous 
So as a homeowner, when you're faced with the scenario of you're going to sell your house, you're deciding, should I spend the money? You got to make sure you trust your realtor and that you're, you know, you're getting aggressive advice. But, you know, my, um, my experience tells me that the more things that you're willing to do and the more budget you have, the faster you're going to sell your house and the, for the more money you will sell it by a huge factor. And of all the things that we advise on, you know, between the home inspection, the appraisal and how you position your house, when you sell it and, you know, all those different things, fixing the house up itself will have the biggest impact. And just making the decision to do it, I think is very important. And just to kind of give you a frame of reference here, um, this is the last thing I'll say. If you look at most houses that are sold, most homeowners do not do more than decluttering to sell it. Some, some homeowners are, you know, HGTV people and they've been working on this house for years, but the majority of homeowners will take uh, some stuff out of the kitchen, off the kitchen countertops, take some of the magnets off the fridge and put their clothes, you know, away sometimes, right? And then that's as far as they'll go to sell their house. And by you doing all those things, you're setting yourself apart from everybody else. And in many cases, it is literally hundreds of dollars and a lot of uh, elbow grease, but not a lot of money. And those things are the key differentiators to selling your house faster and for the most money.